This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in a digital world, we need verifiable documents. All right, welcome to the podcast today, everyone. I'm your host, Tyler Kern, and joining me on the line is Catherine Tracy. She's the founder and CEO at Cat Communications. Catherine, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Tyler. I'm really excited to be here. Really excited to have a chance to uh, chat with you. Give us a little bit of an idea of what you're doing at Cat Communications. Wow, that's kind of an interesting question. So <laughs> <laughs> we are um, in a huge growth period, which is really incredible. Um, and just like any small business owner can attest to, you think you're going to start in one direction and all of a sudden your company just takes off in a slightly different direction, um, which is incredible to be a part of and to, um, embrace that process. Um, when I started cat communications, I started with the idea that we were going to be solely focused on, um, telecom, um, working with companies in the United States to convert them from digital telephone sets um, and you know copper pots lines um, to uh, voice over the internet protocol or VoIP as most people call it, um, and and you know converting the telecom rooms um, that are on premise to cloud-based um, uh, systems. Um, and it turns out that within the last year and a half, our company has seen exponential growth in the structured cabling side of um, our company, which is really incredible. Um, so we have wonderful teams um, all over, um, primarily based here in, in Massachusetts, Central Mass, um, but we also have a satellite office and an incredibly talented team in, in the Arlington, Texas office as well. Um, so it's, it's been really a wild ride so far. Absolutely. And that, that wild ride, uh, kind of is indicative of the, the path that you've taken as well, just because, uh, you started your own business and you went out and you did your own thing, which, uh, is, is quite an amazing thing. So what led you to want to start your own business in the first place? Wow. So it's, (laughs) it was not much like my company. It's not a linear path. Um, At the end of 2016, uh, my children and I were supposed to um, transfer down to the Dallas-Fort Worth area to um, take over a portion of the company that I had been uh, working as the operations manager for. Um, And literally 10 days before we were um, slated to move, um, I got dragged into divorce court (laughs) of all places. Um, And so... Uh, because I was not able to transfer, the company got you know sold to somebody else, um, and there went my job. Um, and needing income as a single mom, um, I tried to find a job, and there was just nothing that was really um, a good fit for where I was at in my life. So, like any not sane person. <laughs> Um, I started, I started my own company, completely bootstrapping it, um, which has been incredibly intense and a little bit hairy at moments, but I would not have traded this for anything in the universe. 
it's really fascinating to me because kind of what you were talking about your company, just not expecting uh, the growth in one specific area. Uh, maybe you didn't initially see yourself, you know, being someone that would start your own company, but just with the twists and turns of uh, how things go, that's where you ended up. Um, and you made the best of that experience and that situation. So what, what have you really learned along the way that you think that you could impart to other people um, as far as this goes? So I would definitely strongly recommend and embrace anybody that wanted to um, to follow this journey, probably not the same as mine, um, but I think that being a small business owner and an entrepreneur is something so special and so unique and so very uh, American dream. Um, I cannot say enough positive about it. Obviously, everything is going to have its ups and downs. Um, you know, it's just like anything else. But at the end of the day, when you are exhausted, you can sit back and you can say to yourself, you know, this is something that I am solely in control of and I am the orchestrator and the conductor of my own future. Um, and there's something so powerful and liberating um, in that experience, you know, especially uh, being a woman small business owner in um, a very male-dominated industry, um, technology is traditionally not, you know, headed up by a woman, um, you know, or it could be headed up by a woman who really kind of runs the back end um, in the office side of things. One of the really unique things about um, Pat Communications is that I run the business side of things, but I also go out in the field. When my guys are you know, running cable um, at, you know, an office building or um, they're running cable in a hospital or they're, you know, doing an install of a phone system at a small office or a real estate office or wherever the case might be. I'm the one that's out there. I've done a lot of the programming for the system. Um, you know, I, I do it all. I run the business and I do the technical side. So that's really very uh, unique um, and I think it brings um, an additional level of care and customer support to to our customers which they really value and appreciate. You mentioned just starting a business as a woman, as a single mom. Uh, what's the climate been for that? Have you found that you've been accepted or has there been roadblocks at times that you've had to overcome uh, throughout that journey? It's been a little bit of both. I am really lucky in that um, I have had opportunities because we are federally certified as a woman-owned small business. So we've, we've had opportunities that aren't available to the masses, if you will. But um, conversely, you know, there's a lot of, of stigma attached if I go to training classes or whatever. Um, because, you know, continuing education is very important in technology, um, I, I get a lot of um, interesting looks, shall we say. Yeah, I, I can believe that. It's been an experience, um, and, you know, it, it's something that I am very, very passionate about. I try to um, share and guide and mentor um, anybody that ever asks me any questions, you know, I'm, I'm certainly um, excited to share some of my experience and offer my opinions um, and help guide anybody. 
Um, in fact, in, in Dallas, there is this incredible um, opportunity for young people ages 16 to 21 who are interested in becoming an entrepreneur um, to have access to um, continuing education and courses and um, mentors and reasonably priced office space as a young uh, person in a startup. It's called the Inspired Start Group. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to be able to sit on the board of directors um, for it, as well as being able to mentor the executive director. Um, so it's, it's really been uh, one of the ways that I can give back and help people so maybe they don't struggle in the same ways that I do. Absolutely. So w when you think about, let's say there are other women that are in um, similar shoes to where you were, and they think, you know, I, I hear this story, but that could never be me. Like, I just don't have that kind of uh, vision or drive or something like that. What's your advice to people like that? Could could anybody do this? Or, you know, it, what, what would you, how would you advise them and talk to them and, and talk them through kind of this process? I would absolutely encourage anybody to um, to, to try and to give it a shot because the worst that's going to happen is it's not going to be as successful as you thought. Um, and you're never going to know unless you try. Um, I think that there is not enough encouragement. I mean, this is really the American dream to, you know, have your own business and, and be successful. And I think there's not enough encouragement these days. I think there's too much focus on, you know, go to college, get a job, you know, work at that job for five years, then move to the next company and get a pay raise and, you know, climb up the corporate ladder. And and I don't knock that. I think that's a wonderful path for some people. I think that for some, um, especially for single moms, um, it, it's a little tricksy to have a full-time job. How do you manage your kids? How do you, you know, get up in the morning get a shower and get ready for work, get the kids off to school. You know, do you have after school care through the school or the Y or do you have a nanny and how does that work and how much does that cost versus being able to um, get up in the morning, enjoy some time with your children, you know, work really, really hard during the work day, um, welcome them home off the school bus, be able to take them to their after school activities and feed them a nice nutritious dinner and then after they go to bed you can work another three or four or five hours to me that's a no-brainer um, you know why, why would we not encourage that um, I think it's a shame to to not encourage that absolutely um, when you think about the fact that you started your own small business and, and a lot of what you do at cat communications uh, deals with small and medium-sized businesses do you find that that has helped you maybe understand the needs of your clients a little bit better, just coming from that same background of, hey, I started this company, so I know what you're going through. Does that help you relate at all with, with your clients? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I can understand and appreciate that, um, you know, there's a, a tight budget and nobody wants to, you know, spend money on things unnecessarily. Um, and I, I feel that pain every day, you know. Uh, picking and choosing what you uh, spend on and what is a splurge versus what is a necessity. And it's a struggle. Um, so I think being that we are a small business, um, 
I think that definitely does um, weigh very heavily when I go in to work with a customer. And I think that allows us to have a stronger rapport. Yeah, and you offer free consultation. So there's, I find that that's kind of a nice way just to say, hey, look, we can sit down and we can chat about your needs and that sort of thing, and there's no strings attached. Uh, and just kind of communicates that to the client, just that, hey, I understand the, the boat that you're in, and, and I've been there too, so let's just sit down and, and talk about your needs together. Exactly. Um, and to that point, um, I am not um, a distributor for any one particular VoIP systems. Um, so for me, it's most important to find the perfect fit for the customer and be cognizant of their budget. Um, so typically when I go in and do a consultation, I take a look at their existing um, system and then I come back to the office and um, I look at, um, you know, three different um, options so that the customer can choose what uh, price point they want, what features and functionalities are most important to them, um, and you know, really work within their budget. Um, additionally, uh, because it is a very large purchase, um, and most of these companies that we're working with, you know, are ranging in size from you know ten desktops to um, two hundred you know telephones in the office. Um, we can offer the opportunity for the customer to do a lease to own, um, which means that there's not a huge out-of-pocket expense up front. Um, so it, in the end, you know, you still um, are able to have the features and functionalities that will keep your business running smoothly with the cutting-edge technology that is so paramount um, to running a business today. Um, without, you know, having to all of a sudden shell out, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, absolutely. So in your experience, do you think that uh, maybe in some cases businesses haven't thought about phones or uh, communication systems in a while? So they aren't educated maybe on the options that are out there that could save them money or make their lives easier, more convenient and that sort of thing? A hundred percent. It's not, you know, it's not like this super sexy topic. I mean, <laughs> you know, you think, oh, it's a phone on the desk. I want to pick it up and have it work. Um, you, they don't, typically people only think about, you know, the telephone on the desk when it's not working. And then they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I need to make all of these calls to all of these people. And now the stupid phone doesn't work. What the heck phone? You had one job. Um, so I think, you know, that's where we're able to come in and, you know, really understand that pain point and get you back up and running um, very, very quickly. Absolutely. I want to kind of pivot back to something we were talking a little bit about earlier. Um, and that's just women owning businesses and being strong, powerful figures in industries like telecommunications, where it is a very male dominated field. Do we need more women in roles like you and in leadership roles um, in organizations to be role models to women to say um, to a high school girl, hey, you can be in the telecom industry and you can be successful. And this is something that is a viable option for you. Uh, it doesn't have to be just the traditional uh, go to college, get married, and you know, not work anymore. You can do what you want and pursue your dreams and passions. Do we need more women that, that kind of um, give off that message? A hundred percent. Every day of the week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I really am um, encouraged to see there start to be an uptick in, um, you know, strong female leaders. Um, but I think that we as a country are not doing enough. I think we as a community, as Americans, need to be um, supporting each other and uh, lifting each other up, especially women to women. I see so many, you know, people who are not encouraging others and, you know, offering a, a hand up and offering, you know, good advice that's positive that leads to, um, you know, more successful women. From my, my perspective, you can never have enough um, strong women who are encouraging each other, that are working in telecom, that are building each other up, that are helping to balance because we all know that men are really, really good at being logical, linear thinkers. They're really good at that. And women are really good at being emotional uh, thinkers. And I think the two really work together so beautifully to balance each other out. Um, I, I just, how can, how can more balance be a bad thing? No, I think that's a, I think that's a great question and a great point. Um, is the next step you mentioned just, uh, you know, offering hands to one another is, is part of that just more mentorship and more, um, you know, showing somebody, Hey, what's, this is what's possible. Um, and, and I guess, investing in in the next generation's well-being and in their education as far as this goes absolutely and if there are you know women who are listening to this amazing podcast that are interested in careers in telecom and are looking for a mentor um there's a couple of um organizations that are uh, geared towards helping women um, one of the big ones is the alliance of channel women um, and it's an organization that offers um, all of these incredible opportunities, specifically to the members of the organization, everything from educational opportunities, which include, um, you know, certifications um, to a mentorship program. Um, and, that, you know, the list goes on and on. Um, I think that, you know, if there are women who are interested um, you know, feel free to reach out to the Alliance of Channel Women. They are truly an organization that embodies supporting each other and lifting each other up. I can't say enough good about the, these women. Um, and they, um, I, they are just powerhouses, each and every one of them. And they're in all different phases of their career. Some are, you know, executives and some are you know, lower to mid-level career, um, and, and everybody works together and there's no, um, there's, there's nobody that's not supportive and there's nobody that's not willing to learn. It's really wonderful. I think it's powerful and important to know that if it is your dream to to follow in your footsteps and to you know start your own business uh, as a woman in the industry, that there are people that are there to uh, to be helpful and to encourage you, and there are people that have done it before, so you know that it's possible. And I think that that uh, all of those things are are, are positive examples and, and role models that can be followed. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and if anybody is interested in in you know, being uh, mentored, um, 
you know, you can certainly shoot me an email um, and I'd be happy to work with you as well. Um, so I think it's so important to be able to have somebody in your corner, if you will, you know, cheering you on. Absolutely. And I think that uh, people can find your email as well as other contact information on your website, Cat Communications. It's K-A-T-T communications.com. Uh, head over there and you'll be able to find uh, information on how to contact uh, Catherine and also just uh, more information about Cat Communications and what they're doing there. Um, but I think that this has been uh, a, a really awesome opportunity just to get to tell the world a little bit more about your story. And hopefully uh, hopefully some people are inspired and want to follow in your footsteps and, and continue the work that you've been doing. We can only hope. We can only hope. Catherine, it's been a pleasure talking to you today, and hopefully we can uh, do it again soon in the future. That sounds wonderful. I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having me today, Tyler. This was wonderful.